the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no soul. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an acting word. Lambano needs to take. Amen. Lambano needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive a bonus of grace shall win in life. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. to God. Just lift your hands towards heaven. Just worship Him. There's no one like Him. Just bless His holy name. Lord, we adore You. You are the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the ending. We worship You. Thank You for Your mercies and Your grace. Thank You for Your comfort and consolation. Thank you for the Holy Spirit and what He's doing in our lives. Thank you, Father. Right now, our hearts are ready to receive the Word of God. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as the truth of God. I don't receive it as a better way. That will be transformed as your Word abides in them. It will bring forth much fruits of the Word of God. And that grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Glory, glory. It's your year, right? It's your year of new things. Amen. Glory to God. Alright, so... uh we're still on the series, uh, New Life Experience and Character. Amen. Glory, glory. So, um, let's go to that Isaiah. That's where we stop, right? Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4. Isaiah chapter... 53 Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 4 it says surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows it's talking about the Messiah praise God that's Jesus, right? It's prophesying, it's predicting what's going to happen. It says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. It says, yet we did esteem him stricken, struck down by God, smitten of God, that's another verse, right? And afflicted. Praise the Lord. I like to read the New Living Translation of this verse NLT 
because it says yet we need a steaming. A lot of people are not familiar with that. Uh, okay. Can you can you see this? Hello. Are you with your Bibles? Can I see your Bibles? Just wave it. And you're writing materials. Okay, second row. Bibles. Miss Springs, your Bible. You know your Bible. Why? Hmm? Always come to church with your Bible. Is that okay? Alright. It says, yet it was our weaknesses it carried. Amen. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God. A punishment for his own sins. Amen. Are you seeing that part? So where he says, yet we did esteem him stricken. Smitten of God and I... So what he's saying is, it says we thought it's trouble, amen. So when they, when he was on the cross, that's the way the Jews were looking at him. That oh, he's a sinner. That's why he's being crucified. Praise God. He says we thought his troubles were a punishment from God for his own sins. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to King James. Hallelujah. So he says, he bore our griefs. Amen. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Now, I want to take you to uh, the New Testament and see where this verse was referenced. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Alright, let's go to um, St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 8. Verse 14. So Matthew's Gospel, chapter 8. Verse 14. Praise the Lord. Okay. Now when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lead and sick of a fever. Praise God. Fever means high temperature. When your body is having temperature, it's called fever. Praise God. Amen. Next verse. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. Praise God. And he arose and ministered unto them. And she started, you know, serving. Praise God. Another version, another, um, another uh, writer of the gospel said, he rebuked the fever. Praise God. Say, he rebuked the fever. Say, he rebuked the fever. Amen. And it left. Glory to God. Next verse. Next verse. Okay. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. Amen. And Okay. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word. Hallelujah. And healed all that were sick. Amen. 
He says he cast out all this. Many demon possessed people came to Jesus and he casts out the spirits with his word. Amen. He cast out the spirit with what? With what? With what? His word, right? He spoke with authority. He says, come out. Hallelujah. And that was all he did. He cast out the spirit with his word. Amen. You see, if we are to function like Christ, we have to find out how he ministered. Amen. How did he deal with certain issues? Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. So, he cast out the spirit with his word. Many times in the scriptures you see that. Amen. It says, all he has to say is come out. Come out of him. Praise God. And the unclean spirit came out. They would come out. Amen. And healed all that were sick. Amen. Next verse. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah. Amen. Now, they say he did that, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, which is Isaiah 53, right? From verse uh, 14, right? Praise God. Right? Verse 4, sorry. Saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Glory to God. He's saying that Jesus Christ healing the sick and casting out devils was to fulfill what Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 53. Praise God. Amen. And Isaiah said in Seth what? Let's Oh, let's see what Isaiah can, can you peep and see what Isaiah said? Isaiah said, Himself bore our grief. Amen. That's what Isaiah said. Isaiah said, He bore our griefs and carried our sorrow. But in the in this in this verse, look at what it's changed it to. Amen. He says, Himself took our infirmities and carried our and bear our sickness. Amen. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing a little difference? Praise God. Look at your Isaiah 53 verse 4. Again. What does it say? Surely he had bore our and carried our. Amen. But in the Septuagint. The Septuagint is the Greek Old Testament, anyway. So, they use the Septuagint in this, in other words, speaking Greek. Praise God. He says, Himself took our infirmities. So, He's saying that what Jesus did, healing the sick and casting out devils, was a fulfillment of what Isaiah said when He said Himself. Himself took our infirmity, our, what does it say again? Himself born our griefs 
and carried our sorrows. Hallelujah. You know why? You know why? I'll tell you why. Because that's, that's grief. Sickness is grief. Praise God. You see? Sickness, infirmities, they are, they are sorrows, they are griefs. Hallelujah. And, and they are all part of death. They are all different shades of death. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Let me show you something. Romans chapter chapter 6, rather. Verse 23, 22. Glory, glory. Are you following? Romans chapter 6, verse 22. Glory to God. He said, but now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, he says, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting zoe. Amen. He said, but now, being made free from sin, being made free, being set free from sin. Hallelujah. Many years ago, somebody taught us and said, he said, being made free is different from being set free. And, <laughs> and for a while, I would, I would preach that. I would try not to use the word set free. But when my English language improved, I discovered that made free and set free are the same thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is it being made free from sin and become servants to God? Amen. You have your fruits unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Next verse. For the wages of sin is what? Is death. Hallelujah. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is to turn us away through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So this is the wages of sin. The wages of sin. Is death. Hallelujah. That means sin leads to death. When somebody sins, it produces death. Hallelujah. And that death is not just referring to physical death. Praise God. Amen. There are different shades of death. Hallelujah. Everything that has to do with death. Praise God. Everything that has to do with darkness. Everything that has to do with uh, uh, a negative circumstance. Amen. So that death there, it does not just mean physical death. Hallelujah. It's an all-encompassing, all the characteristics, all the different shades of death. All that brings griefs. All that brings sorrows. Amen. And when it's about your physical body, it's all about sickness and disease. Amen. And when it's about your circumstance of life, the different circumstances of life, lack, poverty, oh, trouble, disappointments, you see, negative circumstances. Praise God. So that is, those are the different characters, the different fruits of death. Hallelujah. All that brings grief, all that brings sorrow. Death. So not necessarily physical death. Hallelujah. You see? So the wages of sin is all all these things. All all these things. Trouble. Uh, 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 
sickness, disease, demonic oppression, um, uh, all that came from sin. In the beginning, there was none of those things. Amen. Sin entered the world through Adam. Transgression. Amen. And death by sin. Praise God. So all those things came from sin. They are all the results of sin. Hallelujah. Are you, are you getting this thing? Praise the Lord. Alright. Now let's go back to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. That's four. It says, Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did extremely stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Praise God. But he was wounded for our transgression. Hallelujah. He was wounded for our transgression. Glory to God. He was wounded for our transgression. He was wounded for our sins. That's what he's talking about. Our disobedience. Amen. You know, I think some people think, oh, you know, when God forgives you, He has to punish you. No. Hallelujah. Your sin, your 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 sins, with all its punishments, was laid on Jesus. Amen. Do you understand that? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to learn something today? Set your mind to learn. Be alert. Hallelujah. Be interested in what I'm saying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright. So, it says, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripes, I like to read from the NLT again. Let's go to the uh, no, is it NLT? No. Let's read from the Amplified. Amplified. You like it. Beautiful, beautiful explanation for the King James. Uh, hallelujah. This Amplified is different from Amplified anyway. Okay, I like the NIV. And if I does not use... The NIV doesn't use chastise. It uses the, so I'm running away from chastise because we don't use that on our normal day English. Praise God. NIV, please. <laughs> glory, glory. Okay, yes. Are you ready for it? Alright. Is it, but it was pierced for our transgressions. Amen. Hallelujah. For your transgression. You see, what's the punishment for my sin? Who will God give? God gave Jesus. Amen. He gave Jesus your punishment. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ took care of your punishment. Stop looking for punishment. Stop thinking this thing that is happening is because of that thing you did. No. Satan is playing with your mind. 
and it will rob you. It will rob you. Praise God. Praise God. It was it was pierced for our transgressions. It was crushed for our iniquities. Hallelujah. Hello. Respond, please. Hello. Uh-huh. Remember our exercise. Amen. Amen. Other prince. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. They are lots. Glory to God. But he was he says he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment, you see, sort of chastised. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. Hallelujah. You see, King James says the chastisement of our peace. A lot of people are not familiar with that word. It is the punishment. Your punishment. All the punishment of your sins. Hallelujah. Both when you were of the old man and now that you are in Christ. Amen. You see, it's not just for when you were not born again. Even now, all the punishment for the sin that you commit. You're not supposed to sin anyway, but in case you do, the punishment is laid on Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You see? It's laid on Jesus. If you do something wrong, hey, he says, go and collect forgiveness. Amen. And repent. But stop expecting God to... And some people are so used to punishment. They believe that there has to be repercussion. <laughs> you know, there has to be. Nothing goes for nothing in life. <laughs> you know? So, when they do something wrong, they are expecting punishment. God has to punish me for this thing. Or else I will not let my lesson. <laughs> Praise God. You see, God, God punish. Yes, He has punished Jesus already. Don't you get it? Amen. Just accept the gospel. Amen. He has punished Jesus already. There was a punishment, yes. But He already took it. Didn't you see it? He says he was crushed. This guy was crushed. They beat him. They flogged him. Nailed him to the cross. That was your punishment. That was your punishment. Hallelujah. Somebody has taken your punishment. Glory to God. Amen. So stop expecting any new punishments. Amen. God will not punish you. God will never punish you. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ already took your punishment. And don't give Satan the right to punish you. Okay, yes, God has God may have forgiven me, but Satan can No, Satan does not have the right to punish you. You are not under him. Praise God. Amen. You're not under him. Hallelujah. You understand? I'm not under Satan. Say that. I'm not subject to Satan. He has no right to touch me. Whether I do wrong or I do right. He has no right to touch me. No right. You need to understand that. Whether you did something wrong, he has no right. Hello? 
Did you get me? I said, even though you do something wrong, Satan has no rights. Amen. That's the kind of gospel we have. <laughs> Amen. Whether you do, he doesn't still have rights. Because Jesus Christ has taken away all your sins. Glory to God. No rights over you. He has nothing in you. Glory to God. Nothing, nothing. Nothing, no part in you. Amen. So don't expect punishment from God. Don't expect punishment from Satan. Praise God. If, it's, if you recognize Satan attacking you, oppressing you, it's illegal. Hallelujah. And you need to stand your ground. And say, devil, out. You say, yes, because you didn't say, out. That's not your business. It's not your business. I've already handled business with my father. It's not your business. Out. Out of my life. Out of my finances. Out of my business. Out of my health. Out of everything that concerns me. Hallelujah. That's the gospel. Alright, we're, we're going to get there, right? This is the punishment. This is the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. Hallelujah. That word peace there also means wholeness. Amen. Shalom. Glory to God. It means wholeness. A state of wholeness. Hallelujah. A state of tranquility. Glory to God. No more griefs. And by his wounds, he says, by his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? That's, that's awesome. Hey, come on. Jesus Christ did not just take care of our sins. Amen. He took care of everything that sin leads to. Amen. All the children of sin. Hallelujah. And sickness is one of them. Hallelujah. Sickness is one of the children of, of sin. Amen. You see? Produces sickness. Sin produces sickness in the body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he says, with his wounds, with his stripes, as they flood them, his injury, they nail them. He says, with his wounds, with his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah. Amen. With his wounds we are healed. Glory to God. So Jesus Christ took my sickness. Hallelujah. He took my infirmities. Hallelujah. So that I might be healed. So all my sickness, glory to God. I want you to catch that. All my sickness was laid on Jesus. Hallelujah. All my demonic oppression was laid on Jesus. Hallelujah. The lead on Jesus. All my punishments. All my punishments were laid on Jesus. Glory to God. And because He has taken away all my sickness, because He has taken away all my griefs, because He has taken away all my sorrows, therefore I don't have them anymore. I should not have them anymore. Hallelujah. I should not have them anymore. So if he has taken away my sickness, he has taken away my infirmities, his wounds has taken it away, I shouldn't be sick anymore. 
Hallelujah. I shouldn't be sick anymore. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be demon oppressed anymore. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ has taken it away. Glory to God. He's taken it away. Amen. Hallelujah. So what happens? Let, let, let me show you one more verse. Let's just go to Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Praise God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. He says, Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. And all things are of God. Now, I want you to see the remaining part, right? Who, who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and given us the ministry of reconciliation? Hallelujah. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. Hallelujah. Amen. He says God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Amen. Not cutting their sins, not imputing their sins. Hallelujah. Not imputing their sins unto them. Amen. And has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now. Now then. We are ambassadors for Christ. Amen. As though God did beseech you by us. Amen. He says we pray you in Christ's death. Be reconciled to God. Praise God. Are you seeing that? But the funny thing is now. He's not talking to the world. Amen. He's talking to the church in Corinthians. Hallelujah. Hello? He's talking to the church in Corinthians. Praise God. He said God was in Christ. Not, re- not counting their trespasses against them. Reconciling the world unto himself. Hallelujah. So what is his is, is, is ministration to the world is similar to his ministration to us that are inside also. Amen. So in Christ, God is not counting our trespasses also. Amen. Hallelujah. He's saying God is not counting our trespasses. Uh-uh. So, he's telling them, be reconciled to God. Probably because they had sinned also. Amen. You see? Because they they had missed it. Praise God. So, he's telling those that have sinned, those in Christ Jesus that had sinned, he's telling them, hey, be reconciled to God. What does he say? Look at what he says next. Praise God. He says, for he had made him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? Amen. That we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Praise God. He says, hey, be reconciled to God. Because He has made Him to be seen. Hallelujah. He, what's He telling them? He's telling them, hey, come on, stop sinning. He's talking to the church. Hallelujah. He's talking to the church. He says, hey, stop sinning. Be reconciled to God. He says, you're not supposed to be sinning. That's what He's telling them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
He says, you're not supposed to be sinning. He says, be reconciled to God. Because He has made Him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you understand it? I'll break it down. Amen. He says, hey, be reconciled to God. Amen. He says, for He has made Him. For He has made Him. Because He has made Him. He's giving them a, one of the reasons they should be reconciled. Hallelujah. He's telling them why. He's telling them the truth. Why they should be, why they should repent. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, for he had made him to sin for us. Jesus Christ. He has to be sin. Jesus Christ has taken our punishment of sin. Hallelujah. He has made sin for us. We bore our griefs. We carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgression. He was made sin for us. Hallelujah. He was made sin for us. So that we might be made, what? The righteousness of God. It doesn't say, it goes beyond just saying that we might be made righteous. Hallelujah. That we might be made righteous. No, it's beyond that. It says that we might be made righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. What's righteousness? What's righteousness? Huh? Right living, right? Right, right living. Right works, right, right deeds. Good deeds, right deeds. Amen. So that's what he's saying. He said he has made him, he has made him to be sin. Hallelujah for us. Who knew no sin? That we will become the, the what? The right deeds of God. Hallelujah. We will not just become righteous, but we will become the righteousness of God. The, 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 the right works of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like what he says in that uh, Peter. He says we have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. That we might show forth the praises of him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we are showing forth his righteousness. He says, hey, we are not supposed to be the ones sinning. Hallelujah. He's telling you, be reconciled to God. For he has made him to be seen for us who know sins. That we will show forth the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you see a Christian, you're supposed to see the righteousness of God. When you see a Christian talk, you will, you will hear the righteousness of God. When you see a Christian do something, you will know that is what God would have done under that circumstances. Amen. Because the Christian is the righteousness of God. Amen. He's showing forth the rightness of God. He shows for what God would have done. Hallelujah. So when a Christian, when you do something, that's what God would have done. That's the will of God. Amen. So He's telling you, hey, be reconciled to God. Don't, don't be doing, you're not the one that is sinning. He has already made Him to be sin for us. You are the righteousness of God. When angels and men look at the Christian, they should see the righteousness of God. They should see the beauty of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's who we are. Glory to God. So we're not the, the prison is not the one that is sinning. I'm not the one that is sinning. Amen. I'm beyond that. I'm the righteousness of God. When people look at me, they see what God would have done. They see the rightness of God. They see the righteous works of God. When I talk, they don't hear negative things. They see what God would say. Hallelujah. They hear the righteousness of God. When people are looking for what's right under circumstances, when I show up, I show them what's the righteousness of God. 
I showed him what's the will of God concerning such a situation. Hallelujah. I, I reveal the righteousness of God to them. Hallelujah. That's who I am. Amen. I'm not the one wondering. We don't know what's, what's right or what's wrong. Uh, no. We don't know what's... No, 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 no. Didn't you read it? It's like you may prove what is that good and acceptable in perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I'm the righteousness of God. Say I'm righteous. And I'm the righteousness of God. I show forth His righteousness. I reveal His righteousness to my world. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, let's, let's paraphrase a little. Amen. Let, let's paraphrase a little. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He had made Him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's take sickness. Let's substitute sickness. Hallelujah. Yeah, right? Okay. For He had made Him to be what? Sick for us. Amen. Who knew no sickness? Hallelujah. Amen. We need to establish the fact that sickness is in the atonement. Hallelujah. Sickness was covered by the by the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you believe that? Do you understand that? That your sickness, your disease, your your oppression, every negative thing was solved by the death of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ's death took away all your pain, all your trouble. Hallelujah. Alright. It is for he has made him to be sick for us. Amen. Who knew no sickness? That we might be made. Hallelujah. The health of God. Hallelujah. I like that. Say wholeness. Amen. The health of God in Christ Jesus. The wholeness of God in, in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to another verse. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. This is still on 2 Corinthians. Let's go to chapter 8 and verse 9. Let, let's go there. Hallelujah. See, when you understand this, no sickness will stay in your body anymore. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? No, no, no. You won't be falling sick every week. You'll be falling sick every Sunday afternoon. You'll be falling sick every Monday morning. No, 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 not you. You won't be having stomach pain every Friday. No, 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 no. When you understand this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory. This is for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. Hallelujah. Yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through poverty might be rich. Hallelujah. We'll talk about that another day. But let's paraphrase. Let's, let's, let's substitute here. Hallelujah. This is for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That though he was well. Hallelujah. He was well. Yet for your sake. He was wounded. For your sake. 
he was crushed for your sake he became sick he became sick he became sick for your sake hallelujah that you through his sickness hallelujah with his stripes amen you through his sickness through his wounds through his stripes might be what made well made healthy made whole healed hallelujah glory to god you see why sickness has no right in your body no legal rights sickness has no legal right in your body amen you got to believe it amen the same atonement that took away your son your sins took away your sickness also since with his stripes we are healed glory to god with his stripes we are healed hallelujah so when the malaria comes to your body you tell it malaria you have no part in this body with his wounds i'm healed jesus Christ has taken away by malaria all the malaria that i will ever have he, will, he has taken away all the malaria. He has taken away all the headaches. He has taken away all the stomach pain. He has taken away all the cancer. He has taken away all the all the sickness, all the breast cancer, all the what's the one? <coughs> all the arthritis, all the. Give me one. Give me one. All the Lassa fever. <laughs> Hallelujah. He has taken away all the Lassa fever. Amen. All the fever, all the hypertension, all the typhoid fever. Amen. So, hey, come on. Let's, those things are not supposed to stay in your body. Hallelujah. Pay adventure. Amen. Like he said, if any man sin. He says, if any man. So, if those things come to your body, don't be, as, don't be scared. Hallelujah. If they come, they, they should not come to your body. Hallelujah. Because you have been separated. Hallelujah. The Bible says God separated the children of Israel from, from the children of Egypt. He said there was a separation between them. That the things, when God called the plagues, the things that happened to the children of Israel and their properties, none touched. Hallelujah. The children of Israel. Those that taught the children of Egypt didn't touch uh, the children of Egypt. Because God put a separation between them. There's a separation. Hallelujah. You need to be conscious of your separation. Hallelujah. You are separated. He says a thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Hallelujah. You see, because there's a separation. Hallelujah. Say I'm separated. I'm separated from the general class. I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm separated. Glory to God. Is it his last half if I'm, I'm beginning? Hey, I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm not just in beginning. I'm in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I live in Christ. Christ is my city. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't be alarmed. Glory to God. No, don't be alarmed. Don't let fear take you. Because you see, when fear grips you, those things will happen. You will have no... uh, uh, You know what God told Job? He told Job, when God was talking to the devil, the devil said to God, he said, he said, have you not made an edge about him? Praise God. Let's go to that Job. Uh, let's, just, let's go there. Uh, hallelujah. 
Let's say we are separated. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Job in chapter 1. Let's just go straight to verse 9, okay? Uh, can read that later. Let's just go straight to verse 9. Glory to God. Glory, glory. He said, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear thou, fear God for nothing? Has not thou made an edge about him? Are you seeing that? Everlasting protection. Hallelujah. He says, I did not made an edge about him. All around. You understand? There was an edge. Not physical, now spiritual. All around protection. He said, Had thou not made an edge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side? Are you seeing that? On every side. Glory to God. God had put an edge about Job and everything that concerns Job. Glory to God. And because of that, Satan could not get him. Satan could not penetrate. So he was telling God, hey, it's because, you know, <laughs> praise God. He said, thou art blessed the work of his hands, and his sustenance is increased in the land. Praise God. So he was trying to negotiate with God to remove the edge. Praise, so that he could deal with Job. <laughs> praise God. Amen. But somebody say, why did, Job, why did God give, give, uh, why did God give, say that, you know, Advantage over Job. Why did he remove the edge for Satan to come in? Praise God. Why? Can you tell me why? Do you know why? You know why? Why? Because he was fearful? Okay. Yeah. That's it. Praise God. You see? We're talking about your mind, right? Your mind. Your mind is very important. We talked about that two weeks ago. Amen. Your mind. Job number one. Job was not in the covenant. He was not a Jew. Praise God. There was no covenant. There was nothing. It was just his works. There was nothing. It wasn't an Israelite. It was just a righteous man. Praise God. But Job. If you read Job in chapter 3, therefore, you see Job was always fearful. He says, I was not in safety. I was not, you know. There are people like that. They are blessed, but always fearful. Always fearful. Eh? You don't know. They don't know when calamity will just come. Oh, you know. Mm. Fearful. <laughs> and through that fear, you break the edge. You see? Fear will break the edge. You see, if you break the edge, the serpent will come in. Praise God. So I told you, I said, remove fear from your mind. Hallelujah. Don't fear for your... Don't, don't have fear. Amen. Don't have fear for your children, your grandchildren, your husband, your wife. Don't have fear. Amen. Hallelujah. Have no fear. 
Amen. Because fear would rob you. Remember what happened to Peter. That's a beautiful explanation. He was walking on water. The moment fear came, what happened? And Jesus was there. See? So don't, don't accept fear. Amen. Don't be fearful about anything. Somebody say, ah, but that's the only way I know how to live. I just have to. No. It's a wrong way to live. Amen. It's a wrong way. It's not a responsible way to. It's not a cautious way to live. Hallelujah. Don't have fear. Sometimes you think, oh, oh, my children, my child is somewhere. Like, you know, they are, hope they are safe. Oh, nothing will happen to them. You know. <laughs> Praise God. When that thought starts coming to you, it says in the name of Jesus, they are okay. The angels of God watch over them. Nothing will hurt them. You see? You switch to faith. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's you switch. You switch. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't allow fear. Don't allow fear. Release Rhema. Glory to God. Release Rhema. Oh, my child is in school. Oh, they won't. The security guard will cover. You know, in the name, you say, in the name of Jesus, nothing's going to happen to my child. Hallelujah! That's what you say. Don't entertain fear. Thoughts of fear. Don't entertain it. Because as you're entertaining it, you are weakening the edge. You see, as you're entertaining it, you're weakening the edge. Hallelujah. You're weakening the edge. Hallelujah. See, I refuse to fear. I refuse to worry. Hallelujah. Worry and fear are not part of my life. Not part of my life. Glory to God. Alright, let's go back to that uh, Second Corinthians in chapter 9, right? Chapter 8, verse 9. It says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was well, for our sake, he became sick. Hallelujah. That we, through his sickness, through his demonic oppression, hallelujah, might be made well, free. Glory to God. Amen. So sickness has no part in my life. Demonic oppression has no part in my life. See, because Jesus Christ has taken away all my sickness, all my demonic oppression. Hallelujah. Amen. Has taken it away. But he says, if any man sins. John says, if any man sins. We have an advocate with the Father. Amen. So same thing. If any man falls sick. Praise God. If any man gets demonic oppressed. If any man, hey, we have an advocate with the Father. Hallelujah. We have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the deliverer. Jesus Christ, the healer. Hallelujah. Amen. Reminds me of a story by Brother Hagin. Hallelujah. When he was a teenager, he had a, a terrible sickness and 
the doctor, the doctor said he was going to die. Can he hang him? Said he had a few, few weeks remaining, you know. So means not doctors can determine that, right? <laughs> Praise God. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> it means that they can tell you you have so so weeks <laughs> Which clock, they, which measurement they use, I don't know. Praise God. So they told the brother Hagen, young Hagen, that, you know, he had a few weeks remaining. And he was, couldn't even walk, he was on the bed. And he was reading. He was reading his Bible. And he went to Peter. And as he read Peter, my first Peter, and Peter was talking about how our sins was washed, believe well, was forgiven from our sins with his own blood. Then he got to the part where he says, By whose stripes ye were healed. And Brother Higgin highlighted, he says, Hey, what is this? What is this? Let's, let's, let's go to that verse, right? Let's go there, right? Glory, glory. First Peter chapter 2. Let's see what Kenny Higgins saw. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 20. Uh, Glory, glory. Are you there? First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Okay. He says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Praise God. It's on the cross, right? It says tree is cross. Praise God. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. Just like what Paul was saying, right? By whose stripes ye were healed. And when Kenahayan saw that as a young child, sentenced to die from a terrible heart condition, he said, By whose stripes I was healed? By whose stripes I was healed? He says, I was, that means I'm healed. The man, the young, the young Ken Hagen believed the gospel. He says, who had believed our reports? Hallelujah. Who had believed our report? Kenneth believed it. He says, I'm healed. Glory to God. He, he found that he was healed. Hallelujah. And he believed the testimony. He believed the reports. He believed God's reports. Hallelujah. He says, I'm here. He got up on his bed. Mama, ah, Mama, I'm healed. Mama, I'm healed. He, he could not even still walk. He says, I'm here, Mama. And his mother said, Oh dear, Kenneth, what are you doing? You got a line on the dog that says you can't stand. He said, No, Mama, the Bible says I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh, he says, oh no, I have to call the doctor. He said, because he said, he said, the doctor said, when you're about to die, you start hallucinating. You start saying nonsense. He says, no, mama, I'm healed. 
Glory to God. I'm healed. Nobody prayed for him. Hallelujah. Nobody. He believed the word. Hallelujah. He believed the word. And what doctors could not heal, he activated the healing power in the word of God by himself. Out of that sick bed, he didn't go to anybody to pray for him. Mm-mm. His faith got the victory. Hallelujah. And that man grew and became a powerful faith teacher and taught the whole world. As a father of the word of faith movement. Praise God. Glory to God. Yeah. Was healed. Amen. I said, it doesn't matter. I said, it doesn't matter. Maybe those things. I said, they're not supposed to come into your body. Hallelujah. But if they do. Hallelujah. Understand you have an advocate. You, you have a right for healing. Amen. See, healing is your right. Hello? Well, Jesus Christ has paid for your healing already. It's not something you're going to beg God for. Hallelujah. No, no, no. You're not going to beg God to heal you. Jesus Christ already paid for it. It's your right. Just wait. Forgiveness is your right. Jesus has paid for it. Healing, deliverance is your right. Amen. So the same boldness you have when you receive forgiveness of sins, you need to have the same boldness. Hallelujah. And receive healing from the throne room. Hallelujah. Receive healing. Glory to God. Receive deliverance. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you can come out of any sickness. Hallelujah. No matter the sickness, no matter the disease, no matter the demonic oppression, no matter the, the generational curse, you can come out of it. Hallelujah. You can come out of it by reason of the atonement. Amen. You can come out of it. You say, by straps I was healed. Hallelujah. I'm healed. Glory to God. I'm healed. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. I'm healed of this thing right now. Father, this thing comes to me, came to my body. I know I have the right for healing. In the name of, I declare, I receive healing for this pain. I receive healing for this malaria. I receive healing for this headache. I receive healing for this, whatever it is. I receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. I'm healed. I'm healed. And that's what you just need to say. I'm healed. I'm healed already. Hallelujah. I'm healed. Glory to God. You feel that pain again? I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed already. Glory to God. I'm healed. Jesus Christ heals me. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, reminds me of what happened when Peter met Ananias. Uh, let's let's check that out. Hallelujah. What time permit us? Glory, glory. Ananias. Let's go to Acts chapter 9. Praise God. Acts chapter 9. 
Let's start from verse uh, verse 32. Glory to God. But uh, the Apostle Peter was just visiting the brethren. And the Bible says, let's read it. And it came to pass, as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down also to the saints which were at Leda. Praise God. Next verse. And there he found a certain man named Ananias. Praise God. He found a certain man named Ananias. Meaning that this guy was a Christian. Amen. Because he was visiting the brethren. Hallelujah. So among the brethren, amen, he found a certain man named Ananias. Which had kept his bed eight years. Hallelujah. And was sick of the palsy. The man probably received the gospel in a stretcher, in a sick bed. First God. Let's see what Peter said. And Peter said unto him, Hey, Ananias, Jesus Christ, make it deal. Arise and make that bed. And what happened? He arose immediately. The man believed. Hallelujah. Peter doesn't pray for him. He says, he, he preaches the message to him. He says, Ananias, Jesus Christ, make it the whole. Hallelujah. He make it the whole. Hallelujah. Just the way he makes us free from sin, he makes us free. He makes us whole from sickness. Hallelujah. So he tells him, hey, hey, Ananias, what are you doing on that bed? Jesus, didn't you know? Jesus Christ makes the whole. He makes the whole. And then the Vashon said, Jesus Christ heals you. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the man got up and was healed. Hallelujah. I said, no sickness. No sickness, no disease. No, no, no demonic oppression. No generational curse that Jesus Christ has not taken care of. Hallelujah. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. And with the stripes we are healed. So it doesn't matter that pain in your body. You can say today, for men's fault, this pain will not come again. Hallelujah. You can say that. You can say that. Jesus Christ heals me. Jesus Christ heals me. Jesus Christ makes me whole. Hallelujah. It makes me whole. It makes me whole. That sickness that comes every now and then, you can say, no, no, no. Not in my body anymore. Hallelujah. Not in my body. Jesus Christ paid for my sickness. Glory to God. No sickness is allowed in my body anymore. Glory to God. Yes. You can say that and stand your ground. And say, I've got an advocate for the Father. I've got a, I've got a deliverer. Amen. It's my right. Healing is my right. Glory to God. Healing is my right. Deliverance is my right. Glory to God. I'm not begging God for it. It's my right. It has been paid for already. The power has been released already. Amen. Glory to God. It, it's there already. I don't need to work it out. I don't need to fast for it. Come on. You don't need to fast for it. Come on. Hallelujah. You don't need to source it for it. Hallelujah. No. It's there already. Jesus has paid for it already. Hallelujah. Paid for already. 
All you have to do is receive. Lambano. Hallelujah. Receive it. Amen. Receive it. So no sickness, let not sickness rule in your body. Amen. Don't let it rule in your body. You know, some people are always going to the medications. No, no. I don't have anything against medication, praise God. Amen. I don't have anything against medication. But you need to learn. You need to learn to receive healing from the atonement. Hallelujah. You need to learn to, 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 to train your faith. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Train yourself to receive healing from God. See? Something comes to your body. Uh-uh. Don't, medicine should not be the, your first response. Uh-uh. No. It shouldn't be your first response. Praise God. For children, yes, of course. For children, you can apply medicine, you see. Because, you know, you don't want to... Uh, they're children. Praise God. You can declare the word and... and uh, you see, but for yourself, you're grown. Praise God. You need to walk on your faith. Hallelujah. Yeah. Simplest thing to receive healing for your body, your own body. Amen. Your own body. You receive healing. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Give Him thanks. Give Him thanks. Thank Him for healing. Thank Him for making us whole. Jesus Christ makes us whole. Thank you for making us whole. Thank you for providing all the healing. All the healing you will ever need. All the healing you will ever need. Jesus Christ has provided for it. Both the one that doctors can cure, that doctors cannot cure. Jesus Christ has cured it all. He's the healer. He's the healer. Hallelujah. Right now, receive healing for your body. If there's anything in your body, you say, Father, I come before you right now. Thank you because you have healed me. Thank you because you provided all the healing I need. Right now, for this particular part of my body, I receive healing. I know it's my rights to receive healing. I know Jesus Christ has paid for my healing completely. Therefore, in this issue, I receive complete healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm healed. I'm healed. Thank you for healing me. I'm healed. I'm healed. Glory to God. Yeah, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Let's rise on our feet. Hallelujah. Let's prophesy. Let's prophesy. Right now, declare new things. New things. Declare new things. New things. Prophesy divine influence in every area of your life. Prophesy divine influence this week. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't be quiet. Oh, yes. Divine influence. In your health, divine influence. In your family, divine influence. In your marriage, divine influence. In your business, divine influence. In your academics, divine influence. The lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Oh, yes. 
You are experiencing new things. You are experiencing new things. Glory to God. Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaya pastor of Center of Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Center of Truth. You see, when you come to Center of Truth, you see it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen, I tell you the truth. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are. It doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be. God wants to make you what He talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the Spirit of Truth will build you up day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.